Welcome to the creative brain of Dean Hawk. Get ready to be challenged, inspired, and equipped to become a better ministry leader. Welcome to the February edition of the Dean Hawk Leadership Podcast. We are here to coach pastors, help leaders in the local church, and uh, just give you practical wisdom and insight to help you fulfill the call of God that is upon you. If you enjoy the podcast, please rate us. Uh, please share it on social media. Please share it with any uh, ministry friends that you know that they would enjoy it as well. I want to remind you, you can always check out deanhawk.com for the latest, greatest sermons that I have been releasing, the sermon series, and uh, you can always um, be a part of those and get the sermons, outlines, PowerPoints, and everything. Of course, it's always free. We just want to be a blessing to you. All right, so let's talk about happy staff, healthy church. What are the things that we can do as senior leaders to create a positive work environment? And what are the things that will cause your employees to uh, uh, rally to the cause? And when you yell charge, they say, Pastor, we're behind you. What makes your place enjoyable to work at? Because here's what, here's what the world can confirm for us is uh, workplace happiness is not based completely on money. There are all kinds of factors that go into it. And I recognize that we as churches might not have the budgets, the deep pockets to pay people on a level that competes with outside what they could go get working in a secular position. But we can make it a favorable, positive, enjoyable experience that they say, I love working here. So I'm just going to go through, going to share with you, I don't know, about 15. No, there's about 24 things that I'm just going to uh, bust through, give you some ideas, uh, get your phone out, jot down some ideas that triggers with you. I'm going to begin with the obvious, uh, pay as generous as you can. Uh, we use, you've heard other podcasts, we use ministrypay.com to help us establish what are the what are the parameters for each of those positions, what are the healthy parameters for those positions. It shares what is a 25 percentile, 50, 75, 90 percentile for a person with that experience and that um, uh, church annual budget. I, I use typically... Uh, I don't. I'm not concerned about church attendance when I'm using them. I'm using the number one factor. I'm using is our church budget because I can have twenty thousand people coming, but if my annual church budget is two and a half million, I can't pay them based upon someone working in a ten thousand member church if we're only bringing in, you know, a, a small portion of that. So pay them as generous as you can. Number two. Be as generous with vacation time as you can. We have actually continued to expand our vacation benefits. And here's why. It's a, it's a perk. It's a bonus that uh, honors them. And in all technicality, it doesn't cost us because we tell them if they're going to be gone, you need to raise up your leaders and, and you need to have your... Uh, ministry areas covered while you're gone. And so we've just found that the more generous we can be 
with vacation time, that that's a bonus that will bless people. Number number three, give them gift cards and, and small bonuses. You know, many times people think of a bonus and they think of thousands of dollars. You know, when somebody does something... Uh, just goes the extra mile, does something in secret that nobody else saw, and and you notice that, man, they put in the extra effort, and they didn't ask for anything, do anything. That's when maybe Kim or I will pick up a $50 gift card, and we will uh, just bless them with a little handwritten note, or or somebody pushes through on a big event, <coughs> excuse me, somebody pushes through on a big event, does a does a just a great job. We'll just have accounting, uh, our accounting department, just give them a couple hundred extra dollars just to say, we recognize you. We see you. Number four, uh, provide health insurance for the employee. Uh, we, I, back in the day, many, many years ago, we used to, we used to supply insurance for the employee and all of their dependents. And as you well know, insurance has become so astronomically high that um, it would almost be more than their salary uh, in some some instances and cases, depending on the number of dependents and so forth. But what you can there, offer that insurance, or if they're going to use one of these um, uh, health providers of uh, networks, uh, maybe where you pay pay their membership fee and cover that fee for them and make it part of their salary then. Number five, we provide, this is a benefit I love, is we provide free counseling for our employees and their family members. And so if they are experiencing issues, challenges, feeling depressed, going through a tough situation, feel like they need to talk to someone, their marriage could use a little little perk up, whatever it might be, maybe they need some parenting advice. We believe in investing not just as them as an employee, but as a person, because we know that when they're happy at home, they're going to be happy at work, and that's ultimately creating a healthy church environment. Uh, Number six is we have weekly staff meetings with a written, known, posted agenda. We use uh, uh, OneNote, is the that everyone has access to. They can put things in there on the agenda. They see what's coming up. But you say, well, that's kind of basic, Dean. You'd be surprised at the number of staff members that I have talked to over the years that they do not have a regular on-point on staff meeting where they are hearing from the senior leadership. And so pastors, you need to be there. We do ours. I have a creative meeting with my worship and production team that we meet at 9 a.m. to 10 10 a.m. on Monday morning and at 10, 15 a.m. until about 11.30, maybe 11.45, we are having our lead team meeting and then other meetings happen with office assistants and so forth, and departments happen throughout the rest of the week. But those are the two standing uh, staff meetings that lead and, and direct this organization. And uh, I knew my staff meetings were going too long when this was in the first couple years of the church, and a staff member brought bought me the book, Death by Meeting. And here's what I would tell you. If you are intentional and your words are precise and you're meeting on a regular basis, there shouldn't be a need for an extended marathon meeting because 
you probably need to go and do your homework and everyone needs to come back and do that. Um, seventh thing we do is we have once a month all staff meetings. Now this would be this is for anyone and everyone who is employed from part-time to full-time once a month on a Thursday morning we gather together, we have breakfast together, we'll usually have some kind of interactive fun and some some games and get to know some things. One of our staff members will share their testimony where we can get to know their spiritual journey and then this is a time of vision casting for me as the pastor. It's a time to inform and educate on upcoming events, services, projects, outreaches, or changes or transitions that are going to be happening. And so that's been very, very beneficial. Number eight, engage your staff members personally. Know and use their names. When you're walking around the facility and you see somebody, and this this includes your volunteer teams, uh, people that are helping in the church office, just be sure, acknowledge them, call them by name, look them in the eye, stop, and just just have some time to interact with them. Number nine is what I call our accountability lunches. This is where Kim takes the female pastoral staff. I take the male pastoral staff. We each go to our own locations. About once a month, we'll do the lunch together. But this is our accountability lunch. And this uh, some might be thinking it sounds like an interrogation lunch. This is our brotherhood and sisterhood kind of lunch. When I take these guys to lunch, my goal is not to talk church, shop, or work. My goal is to connect us as a team and team members on a personal level. We might talk sports. We might talk kids. We might talk pets. We might talk uh, what we did this last weekend. And it's just a time of camaraderie and building that relationship and fellowship together. And then towards the end of the lunch, then it does shift to that accountability piece of what's God doing in your life. What is the Holy Spirit teaching you and showing you? Where have you been reading in the scripture? What's your devotional time? And and, and what does that look like? And, and what is that story? Uh, what stands out to you? And so myself included, we go around the table and we share what what we saw in our devotional time that morning or or what the Lord's been teaching us or some things we're praying about or, or navigating through. And those become very close, intimate, personal times that bonds us together as a team and creates a happy staff, which creates a healthy church. Number 10, be an accessible leader. I'm not saying that you have to have a revolving door and people can just come and go whenever they want. Pastor, I need to talk to you. But they do need to know that they can come to you. You do need to set an accessibility and you teach them the process of of how they do that. Shoot me an email. We'll set it up. Um, Sometimes people stop by my office and they'll say, do you have a minute? You have to be willing to say no if you don't. And, and don't give in just trying to be nice. No, I can't meet, but if you want to look at the calendar, we can find a time and a place to meet. And then here's what I would tell you. Watch out for staff who try and limit staff members' accessibility to you. I believe their purpose is control, because this has happened to me before, that I found out that staff were being told that they cannot talk to me but then the staff member was 
saying things in my name. Dean doesn't like that. Dean doesn't want that. That's not the way Dean wants it. And when they would kind of tilt their head and go, huh? That doesn't sound like him. Nope. And and uh, I've already talked to him. You don't need to talk to him. Well, it was to get what they wanted. It was to manipulate the situation. And so I always make sure in that all staff meeting that we just mentioned, that one of the things that Kim and I will always mention is, hey, if you ever need to talk, if you ever need to connect with us, we're here for you, we believe in you, and you have access to us. You are some of the most valuable people in in our world, in our life, as you're helping us with this cause for Christ here at Rock Family Church, and we value and we appreciate you, and you have access to us. And so that that creates a happy team. Number 11, create a safe a safe space and place that you're safe to bring up opposing ideas, opposing opinions. And this happened to me just uh, just before this recording. I was on a phone call a couple hours ago and a staff member called and said, hey, I want to throw something out to you. I'd like to ask you to think about something. And And I'm not trying to stir the pot. I'm not trying to uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I, I just, and I, I reassured him and I said, yes, I want to hear it. I'm excited to actually hear it because he said, I've been processing and he shared some of his wisdom and his insight. And I think we should pray about this. And before that conversation, things he shared was excellent. Before I finished that conversation, I reaffirmed to that employee, thank you for doing that. I admire you for coming and saying, I think we need to think and look at this another way. I said, I don't want people that just, I don't want everyone to think like me and be like me and and pastor didn't see it. He didn't say anything, so I'm not going to say anything. I see in part and I know in part, but collectively we can do a lot more. Then one of our, our big things that we love to do is to have an all-staff family a summer party with the kids and spouses that we usually hosted at our house. We have a large backyard and we barbecue something and we've got a volleyball net up and it's just a great time for our staff family to interconnect. The kids play together. We love having them over to our house and that would be something I would encourage you to do one or two times a year is including spouses and kids. All right. Number 13 is value your staff member's spouse and children. Know their kids' names. Um, value and respect their family time. That maybe it's Worship Wednesday and one of their kids has something going on at the school and they say, hey, could I, could I, could I ditch on the worship night? Um, my son's got something XYZ at school. Yes, we affirm family first here. Um, uh, my youth youth pastor's daughter played in volleyball and the tournament that started Friday and went all Saturday, rolled over to Sunday morning. I said, I don't want to see you here Sunday morning. Get your responsibilities covered and go be at your daughter's final game. Then number 14, take them to lunch one-on-one. And and I'm talking men to men and women to women, obviously, just 
just for clarity. But uh, And that might be me taking the uh, our maintenance guy to go grab a bite to eat, just saying, hey, let's go get some tacos. Could be taking one of our production guys or one of our pastor guys, because it's a different it's a different atmosphere when it's one-on-one versus like our pastor's lunch when it's a collective. And it always creates a safe space, as we just were mentioning, that maybe my children's pastor says, you know what? Wow, I've got his attention one-on-one. I'm going to throw this idea out and see how he responds to it. But uh, if you're going to eat, I would tell you, if you're going to go grab a burger, don't do it alone. Take somebody with you. And then some th- some practical things that we like to do around the church office during the week and, and over the weeks and months is uh, periodically we will say, we'll let people know, uh, usually try and give them a day or two in advance that we say, hey, we're catering in lunch on Thursday. So-and-so's got the menu. Let them know what you want. It's it's lunch at 1145. We all just want to sit down, have a staff lunch. That's office assistants, office volunteers, maintenance people, pastors, whoever's in the building. We're gathering together for a lunch. Then uh, it's always fun when somebody says, I'm making a Starbucks run, and they go and and uh, get everyone's Starbucks order, and God bless their car, bringing all those drinks back. But it makes it fun, just a little perk that makes puts a smile on people's face. And then we like to maintain a variety of snacks, treats, coffees, liquids, waters, things that we just keep in our uh, church kitchen that are available for our staff just to, hey, they work through lunch and they're hungry and they're looking for something and and need something to munch on. We just believe in creating a positive environment and esteeming people in the little ways and the little things that says we care about you. And then number 18, I want to ask each of you as senior leaders to be an encourager. Whenever you see a staff member, be an encourager to them. Hey, I heard what happened last Sunday in in youth service. I just want you to know, I think that's an amazing, uh, amazing thing that you did there. Just encouraging. I I heard we added 15 new people to our hospitality team. Way to go. Just encourage the people that are around you. Number 19, be a good listener. Be a good listener. Never never position yourself that you always have to be talking. Position yourself that you are ready to listen and ready to hear what your staff have to say. And in a staff meeting, I encourage you to pull back and be a listener, and let them share your ideas, share their ideas. Because once you share your idea, you've kind of frozen the room. Do, oh, I think that's a bad idea. Oh, I don't know about that idea. And now you've Ask for their opinions first before you share your opinion. And then make time to check in and converse with employees as you have opportunities. If you have some, you got all your work done, you buttoned up your appointments and kind of look at your watch and you say, man, I'm uh, I'm finished. I'm kind of done for the day. It's four o'clock. Everyone's still around the office. Just walk around, tap on the door. How are you doing? Just wanted to check in on you. How's things going this week? Are you ready for the weekend? And just make some time for them. And then here is an extremely important one. Give them recognition and honor for their ideas, their success, for their accomplishments. Recognize them in front of the team. Recognize them in front of the church. 
Uh, Give honor to whom honor is due. And one of the ways that you can show some value and appreciation is, uh, number 22, is, is cards, notes, and sticky notes of appreciation. Just dropping a sticky note in someone's office that says, you're valuable to this team with an exclamation point and put a DH on it for my initials or your initials. Um, and so just just those little, little things that make your staff members happy. Number 23, be flexible with hours and time off. If somebody needs to get a child to a doctor's appointment or, or your youth pastor comes back from summer camp and is drained and you say, hey, take an extra day off. We look and esteem that there are three work periods in a day. There's mornings, there's afternoons, and there's evenings. And we ask them to work two of those periods. So on Wednesdays, we've got a lot of people that are here on Wednesday nights. Most of them come in around midday or right after lunch, and then they're here till eight, nine o'clock at night. And then our last one is have fun and do impromptu fun things together. And I'm going to admit, my staff listens to my podcast. We have not done this. Uh, COVID kind of got us out of this rhythm. Before COVID, if there was a new movie coming out on a Thursday, maybe by a Tuesday, I tried to give people advance notice. Hey, get your work done. We're all going to catch the three o'clock movie. It's from three to 530. We're going to catch the one o'clock uh, you stay on the clock. If you're hourly, you stay on the clock. We're buying all the, the popcorn, snacks, and treats. Let's go catch the new Spider-Man movie or whatever might be coming out. Let's all go bowling. Let's go to lunch. Let's go to Bass Pro Shop. Uh, let's grab lunch there. And then let's bowl a game or two. Let's bowl for an hour. Doing some of those impromptu things. Now, where your staff will get mad at you is if you don't give them enough lead time. That to to knock some things out. But I'm going to promise you, when you give them some lead time, it's amazing how much work they can get done uh, to make some time for that. Hey, thank you for listening. Please share with a friend if you enjoy this podcast, and we'll see you next month. I hope you have an amazing month of February. Thank you for joining us today. For a free sermon series and teaching outlines by Pastor Dean, visit us at deanhawk.com. Be sure and join us next month as we continue our growth on leadership.